Is he the way maker? Is he the miracle worker? Is he a strong tower? Is our God able? Is he our source? Can he do anything? Mighty God, we come before you on this weekend of miracles and we confess we're desperate for your spirit to move. We're desperate for heaven to touch earth. We need healings. We need prodigals to come up. We need provisions. And God, we need a double dose of the Holy Ghost to flood us in this wicked, evil day. So, Father, we're coming, we're worshiping, we're believing. We're going to walk in, and we can't wait to see what you're going to do in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, come on, give him a shout of praise. Go ahead and have a seat. Woo, welcome, welcome, welcome. All campuses, online and thrilled to have you guys with us, super excited. It's been unbelievable already this weekend. And so as we move into this, uh, this season of Heart for the Harvest and this Miracle Weekend, we've gotta see God as our one true source. That God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. Does God love to bless his kids? See, when we seek provision from the wrong provider, we develop idols because we elevate something else. I know we have, some of us have businesses, entrepreneurs, we work places. But if you get to the head of the stream, our provider is God. And we live in a land of greed, we live in a land of idols, but we cannot let that get on to us. Those of us that follow Jesus, he's our source, he's our king, amen. Who's all in for that? Come on. Now, Due to the recent spike in COVID, we're gonna do our prayer times a little differently this year. Last couple of weeks had a significant increase. First off, let me say, we do not live by fear, we live by faith, amen? But we also have wisdom and we're not stupid either. Come on, y'all with me? And so during COVID, I've gotten so many emails. Hey, you gotta make everybody wear masks. Hey, you can't make anybody wear masks. Hey, I'm not gonna serve if volunteers have to wear masks. Listen, the Bible says, those who have spiritual authority over you, make it easy on them, make it easy on them. Sort of the Hebrew version. Are you with me? 
because it would be it would be unprofitable to you. So, folks, we're trying to do our best in a situation nobody's ever been in. Are you with me? Let's work together. Amen. Now, if you're still at home, online, man, I get it. I get it. Do you know their people, their jobs? If they're in a group of more than 50, they have to self-isolate for two weeks. Some people have sick family members. There are a lot of reasons why. It's not just fear. It's common sense. We got it. We love you. Some of our key leaders have not been back yet, but many, just because of some of those reasons. And so, man, let's, let's love each other. Let's walk together. Let's not let the devil divide us over circumstances and certainly not over masks. Are you with me? Come on, we're a family. I understand we want the best for you. Now, because of the recent spike in COVID uh, and because we do not want to shut down again, I don't ever want to shut down. The damage that was done to America because the church is closed and many of my friends are still closed. They're in cities. I got friends in San Francisco, a lot of places. They still cannot open the church. They're not a good bit. They're going to be closed for almost a year. So, so we, we can be back, and I'm grateful for that. This is not political. This is spiritual. And as your pastor, I want the best for you. Amen? And so usually we lay hands on people. We do body life. Uh, we're not going to do that. Uh, we're, and we're going to ask people to stand for certain types of prayer. But if it's your family, you can lay hands on them. But if it's someone you don't know, we're not going to do that because we don't want to put people in position and say, hey, you look like you got COVID. Quit touching me. We're not going to put you in that scenario. So we're just going to have people just aim in our time of healing. We have people come forward for anointing of oil. We're not going to do that. Uh, but what we will do is if you came and you want to be anointed with oil and prayed for, we're going to do that after the service. But that's, well, but you know, that way you can come and you're free and it's not people everywhere. So many of us came this weekend and we need God to provide something. We need a job. We need a better job. We need benefits. We need to get ready for retirement or for college or for that kid that's coming. Maybe you, your business shut down due to COVID and you don't know how you'll ever recover. Maybe I, it's a million things, but God is our provider. And so, man, we're gonna, just a minute, we're gonna ask you to stand if you need God to do something. And I, this is my personal opinion. More is better. Paul said, I've learned how to be poor, be rich, be cold, be warm, be hungry, be full. I don't know there's a secret to being content in whatever circumstance. But the more I have, the more I can give, the more options I have. So I sort of like more. Maybe you don't like more. That's all right. I'm for more. Amen? Come on, I'm just for more. I believe we serve the God of more. So we're going to ask God to do some incredible things. We're just going to ask him. So because someone stands doesn't mean that they've have ruined their financial lives. My mom's house burned down this week. Okay, there, there are issues. Looks like mom's going to come live with us because she lost everything in a fire this past Tuesday. So, man, there are things that happen that are out of your control. Are you with me? But our God is able. 
So if you have a need, you need Jehovah Jireh to provide. Would you just go ahead and stand right where you are, just wherever. If you are at home, get up off the couch. If you're in a car, stay seated. But if you're anywhere else, go ahead and stand up. If you're in a coffee shop, wherever you're listening, stand up. Now, if it's your family, you can lay hands on from tonight. Would you just put your hands out, man? Listen online, we got you. We're praying for you. And begin to intercede right now. Come on. You don't have to know their need. God does. Ask God to meet the need they've stood for. Come on, right now. Press in. Mighty God, we're gathering on our family. We're gathering our brothers and sisters who come this morning in a need. Matter of fact, you said, God, that you know what we need before we ask. You said, God, that you would richly supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory. You said you're Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and you love to get good gifts to your children. So we're asking for jobs. We're asking for financial miracles. We're asking for you to move. We're asking for you to do something that only you can do. And so, God, we're looking to the God who can and the God who will. And Father, as you provide, as you open up doors that no man can open, we'll give you all the praise and glory. So God, we're looking like lightning rods. God, would you provide what we ask? In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, now let's all stand to our feet, everyone. Come on, stand up. The Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. The Bible says, speak to those things that are not as though they are. So we are going to make a bold declaration of faith today. So I want you to say it if you're at home like you mean it. We are going to speak because we are people of God. And there's power in our words. So come on, read this together with me. My God is Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider, and I believe his promises are true. He is a God who gives generously. He pours out blessing upon blessing every day. I can ask and believe that it will be given to me. Come on, I reject the whispers of the enemy that tell me not to trust God's provision because I know that he takes care of me like a shepherd provides for his sheep. I rebuke the spirit of poverty and of want because I believe that I will lack nothing. God knows me and knows exactly what I need. I condemn the lie that God does not hear my cry in times of sorrow because I have faith to trust that God will come through in every circumstance. Through Jesus, I am complete. I am filled. I have all I need. Jehovah Jireh, God, our provider, we praise you. have a seat. Now let me tell you, get ready for some Christian calisthenics because we're going to do a little Catholic and we'll be up and down and up and down and up and down all service. That's all right. 
Some of y'all didn't get your exercise yesterday. We're getting it today. Now, next, we're going to pray for prodigals. We all have people that are far from God. Some of those are lost in desperate need of salvation. Some of those, they are saved, but they were led astray, deceived from the simplicity of trusting Christ, the same way the serpent deceived Eve in the garden. And so some of them are your kids. Maybe they're adults, maybe teenagers. Could be a spouse, cousin, coach, nephew, neighbor, coworker, classmate. But they've wandered into the wilderness. Let's be real. Come on. In this season, it's easy to wander into the wilderness, isn't it? That's why twice yesterday in the Bible reading plan in the book of Hebrews, it says, and do not lose heart. Because he knows that we do. For some of you, your family's falling apart. It wasn't great, but you didn't realize it. But through the additional pressure of COVID and economics and all the political and all the stuff that's going on, that pressure cooker has erupted and you need a miracle at your house. Some of you, some of your, those folks there in your small group have wandered away. But if you've got a burden for someone to come home, someone to either come to God or come back to God, our God is able. Our God is able. So would you just go ahead and stand if that's you, you're praying for that person online. Come on, stand up. Stand up. Oh, man, I, I, can, I can roll out a list. Now, those the rest of you, reach out your hands toward each other. And come on, online, we're reaching out to you. Intercede for those people. God knows the burden of their heart. God knows the anguish and the depth of a burden because those people just lean in. You don't need to know their names. God already knows and ask God to move. Father God, we come to you breathing hundreds, if not thousands of names of people that have never met you or they were deceived through the bad company, bad crowd. They were drawn back into the sin pit. God, they're, they're, they're just in bad shape. So God, we're asking you to reach out this morning, bring conviction, encouragement, open up eyes, you open the eyes of the prodigal when nobody was there. And he, you said he came to his senses. God, would you help those prodigals come to their senses and come home back to the house of God, back to wives, back to husbands, back to families, back to group, God, back to your church. So God, we ask you to draw them back in the powerful name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. Let's go ahead and stand. Come on, everybody stand up. You see a pattern developing. That's right, everybody stand. We know our God can. He's Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. Let's read this together. Come on, like you mean it. My God is Jehovah Shammah. No matter where I go, I know he will be there. I believe that every prodigal has a loving father waiting to receive them back home. There is no distance. I can run that will outpace your presence. 
There is no depth of sin that your grace cannot reach. In our hour of need, you will always be there. I reject when the enemy tells us our prodigals are lost and hopeless. You, Lord, came to seek and to save that which was lost. I rebuke the spirits of bondage to keep our prodigals locked up. You have already won the victory over sin through the cross of Jesus. I condemn the lie that our prodigals are lost and alone. I trust that you are our ever-present help in trouble. Through Jesus, we are forgiven. We are redeemed. We are set right again. Jehovah Shammah, ever-present help. Thank you, God, for grace. Church, our God never stops working. Are you with me? Amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Ezekiel stepped in the valley of dry bones. God said, what do you see? Ezekiel said, I see the battles of centuries and dry bones. He said, can these bones live? And he said, only you know, God. He said, speak, prophesy to the Ruach, which is the breath of God in the Hebrew. And what did Ezekiel do? He spoke. And as he spoke, there was a rattling. And those bones came together in sinews and flesh, and they rose up. But they were not alive. And he said, can they live? And he said, only you know, God. He said, once again, speak to my breath. Prophesy life. And he spoke, let the Ruach bring life. I speak life. And it rose up an exceeding great army. God's gonna raise up an army of faith promise, of warriors, of spirit-filled saints. God's gonna do it. Now we're gonna pray for those that are sick, those that have a desperate need. You could be cancer, could be arthritis, could be any form of physical malady. Can I tell you, at the name of Jesus, disease flees. At the name of Jesus, demons of health flee. At the name of Jesus, depression and discouragement and defeat flees. So maybe you have a physical, maybe you have an emotional. Just, man, you're anxious. Or maybe your heart's sick because somebody's walked out on you. Your family, somebody you love has walked out on you and you need a touch from heaven. Can our God heal? Can he heal our bodies? Can he heal our minds? Can he heal our hearts? Can he heal our attitudes? Do you believe God desires to minister to you right now? Are you with me? Now I know people are not coming forward, but I'm telling you, Jesus healed multiplied ways. He spoke to people that weren't even there and healed them. He spit in one dude's eyes. He made mud patties and slapped it on another dude. He wiggled one guy's ears. He did all kinds of stuff. Our God is able. So if you are, if you've got one of those needs, would you just stand? 
physical, emotional, spiritual, heart, healing. You need Jehovah Rapha. Come on, church. Online, we got you. Reach your hand out toward those people and begin to pray right now. Come on, intercede. God knows what their malady is. God knows what their pain is. Come on, lean in right now, church. Mighty God, we come to you, the God who can heal Jehovah Rapha. We come to you because we need you. We come to you because we love you, God. And Father, we have a need. Our bodies racked in this world. We ask for physical healings. We ask you to heal our heart. You'd heal our emotions. That you'd set the captive free and you would deliver those who are oppressed. God, by your stripes, we are healed. And God, we have faith to believe. So Lord, we ask you to move miraculously. We ask you to heal. We ask you to touch. We ask you to deliver in the strong name of Jesus. And all God's people said, come on, let's all stand to our feet. Come on, declare this with me this weekend. Come on. My God is Jehovah Rapha. He is my healer. And I believe his promises are true. No sickness is too deeply set. No disease is beyond his power. He is the great physician who heals the sick and binds up their wounds. He is able to deliver and heal anyone he wants to. I reject when the enemy tells me that I will never be healed. I have faith to trust. I am made whole in Christ Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of sickness and death because I know I will overcome by the healing power that raised Jesus to life. I believe is available to me. I condemn the lie that I will have no relief because I know I'm healed by the punishment Jesus received on the cross through Jesus. Come on, I am healed. Say it, I am whole. I am fully restored to health. Jehovah Rapha, God our healer, we worship you.
church. Come alive, Holy Spirit. Come alive in the inner man. Come alive, the joy of the Lord. Come alive in us. Rise up, oh God, rise up. This is a house of miracles. Come on, come alive. I told you to be Christian calisthenics. Good night. In Jesus' name, I burned 2,000 calories that worship. I love the people of God coming together. You know, we are warned over and over in multiplied passages from multiplied authors. Did in the last days, the love of many would grow cold. Are you with me? We're living in that day. In a culture of division, racial division, political pressure, the enemy out of the closet, social media just devastating people, vitriol hatred everywhere. If we're not careful, church, listen, follower of Jesus, if you're not careful, we will be forced to lose our love and our love will go cold and we will harbor hate like the world does. We can not do it. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Our passport is stamped heaven by the blood of Jesus. Now we're in a boat and the boat's in the water, but let's don't let the water get in the boat. Let's be the catalyst for transformation. Let's don't let the world transform us into what we were warned would happen in the last days. The culture is trying to sink us. And listen, in the midst of that, it's so easy to lose your faith. Twice yesterday in my quiet time in the book of Hebrews, we were warned, do not lose heart. Paul warned the church, beware that you are deceived from your simple devotion to Christ as the devil deceived Eve in the garden. Man, we've got to be careful. We cannot give in. We cannot grow weary in well-doing, knowing that we will reap if we do not faint. The Bible says, let us in love and encourage one another to love and good deeds all the more as we see the day approaching. One of our values is we grow together. I've never seen a greater need for community in almost 40 years of ministry. We need each other. I've got a fireplace in my man cave in the barn just in time for cold weather. The last few mornings, man, I've been just basking with the Lord, big fire going. You know what I learned watching that fire? A log needs a buddy. Because a log won't burn by itself. It's got to have more logs. We need each other. We need each other. And so, man, if you're not in a group, I wanna challenge you. 
man, go to Group Finder, go to one of our staff and let us help you. Because we got to encourage each other because the world has never been more desperate to see us as overcomers. We need a fresh power of the Holy Spirit like we have never needed it before. Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on. Even in our offering today, as we give, it is to spread the love of Jesus. It, it, is, it is, to, is to move out. But let me tell you, we're, we're, we're going to fight. But we don't fight like the world's fight because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are supernaturally powerful. We're going to fight hate with love in Jesus' name. If it walks, crawls, slides, glides, flies, hives, dives, arrives, we're going to love it in Jesus' name. We're going to fight division with unity. We're going to fight fear with faith. We're going to fight anxiety with the peace of God that passes all understanding. We're going to fight racism with diversity and loving everyone, red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. Come on. That's what we're going to do. We were going to show the love of God to those that hate us, that mock us, that want to kill us. They get on social media or television and movies and mock people that follow God. We're going to love them anyway. Why? Because we know the truth. We don't have to, it doesn't matter what they say about us. The reason that Jesus could bow down and wash the feet of the disciples, because he knew who he was. We are adopted, loved, anointed, blessed, forgiven, called, and we're going to love them regardless. We're going to love them. And while Satan tempts to destroy us, we're going to be filled with fresh power from on high. We're going to be filled by the fruit of the Spirit. We're going to shine the light of the gospel, even if they kill us. Like Jesus or Stephen, we will say, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. We are going to love. Now listen, if you need a fresh anointing, if you need a fresh baptism of power and of fire, if you need the Holy Spirit to do something radical in you, would you just go ahead and stand online? Same thing, go ahead and stand up. Man, I need a double dose of the ghost. Man, if that's what you need, go ahead and stand up. Come on, Butch. Right now, reach your hand out toward these people. Come on, intercede, God. These folks, by faith, are standing saying they want to be a vessel of honor. They want to be a vessel full of you. So, God, would you, Galatians 2.20 of us, would you crucify our flesh? Would you fill us with your Holy Spirit? Would you baptize us fresh and anew? Would you, would you pour out in us so much that fruit, your fruit comes out? Would you fill us to the point that you have control over these vessels? God, would you fill us that you give us a boldness and a burden? God, the why the peace that passes all understanding. God, we ask you to rock our hearts, our homes, our ministries. God, would you light us up with your love so the world will come watch us burn. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. come on, give him a shout of praise as you have a seat. My, my mercy. Man, we are the last hope for our communities. Because salvation is the only hope. And how will they hear unless somebody tells them? That's us. So before we go to our miracle offering, and you know, God's a miracle worker. This is a house of miracles. We professed it. And it's a miracle when God heals cancer. It's a miracle when God opens up blind eyes. But the greatest of all miracles, listen to me, 
the greatest of all miracles is when someone is lost and they are found. It's when they are blind and then they see. And God resurrects their spirit. So if you're here this weekend and you've never been born again, maybe you felt like you were a Christian, but you don't have a relationship with God and you are ready to receive. You're ready for forgiveness and adoption. You're ready to walk away from the sin and the shame. We call it mistakes, the Bible calls it sin. And Jesus stepped out of heaven 2,000 years ago to pay for yours and my sin. And so if you're ready to receive that grace, that love, that miracle, that, that mercy, like I received and so many others, we're gonna pray a simple prayer. It's simple yet it's profound and powerful. Come on, it says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him, you shall be saved. For the heart man believes resulting in righteousness and with the mouth he or she confesses resulting in salvation. And so heaven is open for business. So we're gonna pray this prayer out loud with you. If you're ready with every head bowed, eyes closed, even at home, come on right now, pray this prayer with us. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. I confess that you are Lord. I confess you're my Lord. I receive your gifts of salvation, of grace, forgiveness, adoption, and your favor. Have your way in my life. I will follow you. Now the head's bound, eyes still closed. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, would you do me a favor? You just lift up your hands, hey pastor, I prayed with you. I began a relationship, gotcha, gotcha. All right, gotcha. Okay, put them down. Put them down, look up here. Now do me a favor. If you prayed that prayer with me in a minute, would you take the number that's on the screen and would you text the word saved? We wanna help you. You don't have a baby and leave it on the steps of the hospital. We wanna help you. Uh, their communication card will pop up if you'll fill that out and just say, I prayed with the pastor, or I need baptism or whatever you need. We're here for you. And if you have not been to Next Steps, Next Steps is your? It's an incredible weekend. It doesn't matter when you join, it's four weeks. And so you can check your kids out. If you got kids, check them back in. It's 1130 to all of our campuses. And man, we're thrilled that you're here. And it been good to be in the house of God? Come on. I'm so grateful for salvation. I'm so grateful for corporate worship after months of not having it. And so this weekend, I know even with COVID and the crazy of the world, we're gonna bring our best offering to Jesus. We're gonna sacrificially give, Michelle and I wiped some accounts out so that we could bring our best offering this weekend. Why? Because I believe revival is coming and we have to be ready. We had cash from last year's Heart for the Harvest and we bought the building in Bristol. And now this year's Heart for the Harvest will outfit that campus. We'll do another campus, a large project we're gonna do with the Boys and Girls Club, Bart McFadden, who's part of this family. We're gonna do that with them. And so there are other things. So we're just gonna bring our greatest gift to him and demonstrate our love for Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, we demonstrate our love as we give. I'm praying for $2 million be our largest ever 
in the midst of COVID, it's crazy. But I believe God's gonna bless in a miraculous way those people that sacrificially give. There'll be single mothers that'll give $5 that'll put them wondering where they can feed their family. There'll be senior adults on fixed incomes that will give. There'll be families though. There'll be business owners and entrepreneurs that will give their biggest checks ever. There's just, I, I believe that's what's gonna happen. Some of you have already given online and that's great. Others haven't given yet. You're gonna give online, that's cool. But if you wanna give in this offering, I saw a little boy this morning walking in with his piggy bank. He said, I'm bringing this, pastor. I'm bringing it. I said, well, you just come up in the offering. You dump that thing in the bucket. But what we're gonna do, to, so to at least have some semblance of, of social distancing, cause all we need is 500 people at the altar, somebody Instagramming that, and we, they say in Knoxville that the COVID spread from Faith Promise. So we're gonna do a little differently. If you've ever been at a banquet where they let you out table by table, you know what I'm talking about? Our ushers are gonna release you row by row. There are baskets in the back, there are baskets in the front. Again, if you're online, you can go online right now and give. Faithpromise.org backslash give, you can do that. And we're just, some of you, this is gonna be your first weekend. A lot of new people, you're gonna join the generosity journey. And some of us, are gonna give our biggest gifts ever. Father, we bring our offerings, big and small, sacrificially given to you at for, with a heart for the harvest of boys and girls, men and women that are far from you. To help the boys, club, boys and girls club in their mission to rescue kids, at-risk kids, to build Bristol and other campuses to take the gospel. So Father, we honor you and we give to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, all right, ushers, lead us to the offering.